Hey, what is going on? Welcome to the Social Brand Lab podcast. And in today's episode, it's going to be our first interview episode. I have a friend and a colleague that I've worked with Vish for a good few years now. And he has, when he first got into the space, he really went deep into one specific area. We talk largely about really focusing in, niching down and understanding an area really well. And this is something Vish has done in particular in the chatbot space. So using things like ManyChat, ChatMonkey, but a lot of different areas and different ways in which you can use chatbots. So we're going to talk today about customer service chatbots, a lot about how chatbots have changed, how a lot of the kind of restrictions that Facebook has now put on chatbots and how you can overcome them and sort of ways that you can implement these chatbots into your business to help you generate more leads, customers, and build better relationships. That's a large part of Chatbot. So welcome, Vish. Really glad that we could have this conversation. So yeah, before we sort of dive into specific kind of Chatbot or ways to use Chatbots, just give us a background as to to how you got into Chatbots and, and what kind of made you want to go so deep into that specific area. Yeah, sure. Um, first of all, thank you for having me on. Really appreciate it and uh, appreciate all the help and support you've provided over the last couple of years as well. So, You're welcome. So, how did I start? Well, it was my mentor at the time. So, around two, two and a half years ago, I was in the affiliate marketing space, you know, selling rubbish and just stuff like that, getting my done. bearings together, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. trying to build an email database and that kind of stuff. And then, yeah, out of the blue, uh, my mentor suggested I got an email from him one day and he said, Vish, chatbots are going to be like the next big thing. So make sure jump on board right now and start educating yourself on it. And, you know, at the time I'd heard of chatbots and I knew there were those little things on the websites that you yeah. see that... Very rudimental kind of yeah. chatbots, aren't they? And which I found a little bit annoying as well. But yeah. coming from an IT background, I thought, okay, this could be something that I can you know, specialize in. So I went away... And, and just started researching things. And it was, it's funny because at the time I started, there was hardly anything out there. Yeah. You know, there were like a couple of blog articles. There weren't like a lot of YouTube videos. There were no courses at all at the time. Um, so yeah, it was just through trial and error. And yeah. one of the tools that was introduced to me was ManyChat. And ManyChat now is the, you know, the biggest chatbot building platform in the world. And it's the one that I started off using. It's super easy to use. Um, and, and my agency is now uh, a partner with them as well. So that's great. And yeah, it was just like a lot of trial and error. Uh, one of the things that I learned early on was that there's so many, so many different bots that you can build. Yeah. You know, there's so many different industries. And so... So just touching on that point, yeah. what, like what bots... Like if you were to just list out like the different types or, or where you can fit a chatbot into either your sales cycle into mm-hmm. customer service, like what different things can you utilize bots for? And ultimately, what's the biggest benefit from using bots as opposed to paying someone or doing it in a different way? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, the idea of having a chatbot is automation. You know, businesses are looking to automate any part of their business that they can essentially effectively to help them save money and and time and that kind of stuff. So where I've seen chatbots kind of be the most powerful is definitely in customer service. I would say that's probably number one at the moment. Um, And then we've built chatbots for sales as well. So similar to how you get chatbots for 
email marketing to help you know develop and build relationships with your prospects we can also do that within the chatbot if there's if we need to capture any information and pass it on to our email database or a text message or whatever we can do that through the chatbot um, sending information as well as capturing like i said um, but yeah it's it's the customer service side which <clears throat> especially now with the changes going on with, with facebook and messenger yeah that's kind of the number one thing that I think you would use a, a chatbot for. Right. You know. so, so touching on those changes now, yeah. I know most of the chatbot stuff that I've done is based off of what you've told me and, yeah. and the things that I should do. <clears throat> They've worked really well in where we've implemented them. Yeah. Uh, but what are some of these big changes that are happening in the chatbot space? Like yeah. what are these restrictions? Mm -hmm. And is it a case of hacking together a workaround or do you play a specific game with the chatbots? Yeah, sure. Great question. And it's a question that I'm getting more often. So when I first started, it was basically like a free for, you know, you get leads, people click into your chatbot and, and you grow your chatbot list. You can message them at any time, pretty much send them anything you want. Yeah. And obviously what that created was a lot of spam and a lot of frustration for people. Uh, which is understandable and I'm guilty of sending messages because I was testing my chatbot at the same time as well, you know. And because of all of that spam and complaints that uh, Facebook has received, you know, they've now set up policies and over time they've become, I guess the right word is more strict with how yeah. you can use their messenger platform because it is so powerful, you know, you do get those open rates and those, those really good click-through rates yeah. compared to email anyway. So what they've introduced now is, or what they've actually introduced recently was the 24-hour uh, the policy. So essentially what that means is within 24 hours, you, can, you have the ability to uh, promote something to that prospect and communicate with them freely within okay. 24 hours. So when yeah. they first interact with your bot. So let's say they engage with your bot on your website. You know, they have a question about your product and your chatbot handles that you then have 24 hours to, um, to send any further information that you want. As soon as you go outside of that 24 hours, you can't basically send them anything unless um, it falls under the three categories that Facebook has at, at the moment. And this is the, the three tags that, they've, that they're going to be introducing from, I think it's 9th of March. It was initially going to be the 10th of January, but they right. changed it to March now. Yeah. So. If that prospect has an update on their order or their membership site or something that they've purchased, you can message them. Okay, yeah. Um, if it's something to do with delivery, okay, then you can you can also message them. I can't remember what the third one is, but it's something similar. Yeah. You know, something so it's, it's more tailored towards people that have, have purchased or taken a specific action. Yeah. You can continue that. Like, the, the, the customer journey as opposed to like cold if they haven't opted in or they haven't bought something yeah. you're not just spamming them with like hey buy my shit hey buy my shit exactly. hey buy my shit right and it's funny because you kind of can still do that but you have to pay for it you know so Facebook okay. does have you can you can do those kind of messages yeah but it costs you you know X amount of cents to send each message yeah um, so now Facebook are going to charge you for it 
Okay. Uh, through through the ad platform, because I know Messenger ads are really powerful if yes. you run them as actual ads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but is that run, like, if you used to run a broadcast, it would be through ManyChat. Yeah. Is that run through ManyChat? Yeah. You still pay and you pay that way. So you can do it either way. Okay. Um, you can do it through the ads manager. Yeah. Or you can just do it through something like ManyChat. It's all integrated, which is right. great. You know, if you want to send a, a cold broadcast to your list of 5,000 people, um, then you would just set the setting to promotional message. Right. Okay. And so that's really important if you do something like that. Yeah. There's also a setting in there so you can only send a broadcast to people who have interacted with your bot within 24 hours. Yeah. Um, so that way you're not violating any, any rules. Mm -hmm. Also, the great thing with many chat is if you do send uh, a broadcast, they would, they would ask you before you send it, is it one of these? And so that kind of stopping you from getting shut down. Because a lot of people had that issue of getting their many chat yeah. pages restricted or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then obviously more recently with the, the whole ad accounts and stuff. But yeah, because yeah, that was a big problem that a lot of people came up against. Mm -hmm. And because the policies were so new and because everything was so confusing in a way yeah. like people didn't know what they were doing wrong this is it and it's so frustrating when you do something and you're like <laughs> genuinely you don't mean to do something wrong yeah but because facebook's such a beast they just you know if they shut something down it's like nah that's it you're that's done it. sort of thing they, there's yeah. no real it's been a lot better recently but like there's no real comeback from from mm. a complete shutdown yeah so no it's interesting but uh, just to add on to that, actually, it's it's not just the broadcast messages. So it's any message that you have within uh, your ManyChat account or your ChatFuel account or your Mobile Monkey account. So sequences. Yeah. You know. So what we used to do is we build out these uh, educational sequences that would send out a message every single day, educating our prospect on just just offering value essentially. Yeah. Now you can't. You can't just send those unless it falls into those three categories that I okay. described earlier. Yeah, yeah. So now the workaround is is SMS essentially. That's yeah. what these platforms are trying to push us towards is SMS. Right. And it's good and it's bad. The good thing is, you know, like for example on ManyChat, if you create a flow now, there's a there's a messenger icon in there that you can just drag across, and that means it will send a text as opposed to a Facebook message. Yeah, so it'd be a text, and then the second step, they go into Messenger, and that opens up the 24-hour the window again. Okay, yeah. And it's so just adds an extra, extra step. It. But I guess in a way, there's, it's a good thing. Obviously, for the consumer, it's a very good thing that people aren't being spammed and, yeah. and constantly getting pitches. But I think as well, from a marketing perspective, it makes people... Like, you have to become a better marketer. You have to be able yeah. to open that conversation a lot better like you need to have, have better quality conversations from the get-go yeah. as opposed to just constantly at back just like throwing darts consistently trying yeah, yeah. waiting for one to hit you actually have to think okay how am i going to engage this prospect yeah. which then brings you back to okay who is my prospect what are they going to ultimately be triggered by or what are they going to actually want to talk about yeah so i think that's really powerful it's, it it's good and obviously it's bad in a way because you know it does add an additional layer of restriction yeah but i think i think it's good for creating quality marketing basically yeah yeah so where do you see before we go on to actually like 
how you can utilize chatbots for customer service. But yeah. before we touch on that, where do you see chatbots going in the next you know, 12 to 24 months? Because there's been talk and, and I've listened to a couple of people talk about how there's potential for it to go kind of open source, almost like email lists are. Like you, yeah. at the minute, you technically don't own your chatbot list. No. If it's on ManyChat or MobileMonkey or Chatfield, wherever it is, that yeah. platform owns it. It's almost like an Instagram following. You know, if they shut down your account, you're screwed. Yeah. Whereas obviously an email list, you can move that around with you. That's your asset that you own, providing you obviously got the leads like legally and, and yeah. correctly. Yeah. Um, where do you see chatbots going? Do you see it going open source or is that not something that you see in, in the near future? Great question. Um, so it's... I've read loads of times on multiple websites that in the next, and this was like two years ago, so in the next like three years, 80% of business to customer communication is going to be done through messaging applications. Okay, yeah. Okay, so the future is is conversation. There's yeah. going to be a lot, lot more conversation between consumers and, and businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, and with that being said, I think the platforms where we build these chatbots on are moving towards being open source. Yeah. Um, so, for example, the I was watching an interview a couple of months ago with the founder of ManyChat, and one of the questions someone asked him was, you know, it, will we be in a position where we'll be able to transfer like data from one platform like to another, yeah. or, like to an email list, and and just have more available, you know, of the, the data that we're collecting. And his response was, you know, we're trying to create a platform that's more geared towards agencies and agencies need to have the ability to, you know, not have their information tied down in one area, Yeah. you know, and, and that's why, and this was a couple of months ago, they said they're, they're working towards creating a platform that's going to, that's going to allow you to export and import um, yeah. contact details and that kind of stuff. So I'm hoping that it does yeah. because it's just going to be better. Know, for everyone, yeah. Really. Instead of just relying on on Messenger, which is basically Facebook, and although yeah. it's a great platform and there's lots of people using it, you know, but there's so many other chat platforms as well. Yeah, like you know, you've got WeChat, WhatsApp. You know, there's so many different yeah, chat yeah, DMs. Yeah. Like they're all technically chat platforms. And and I really like what you said um, about you know how marketing and, and business is all going very conversational mm-hmm. like it's kind of gone backwards yeah just gonna move around try and get the back on <laughs> yeah um because obviously it was like mass media you just yeah. blast the message out but now people are much more conscious they're much more aware of what they're buying and, and etc so that's really interesting so moving on to then how you can utilize this as a customer service product, process, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. Let's say, for instance, I run a digital product business mm-hmm. um, or an e-commerce business. How do I use a chatbot to <clears throat> automate some of my customer service, like take time away from me yeah. and or, or energy or not have to hire someone full-time? How yeah. can I utilize it? Like, What's the best way to do that? Yeah. So. Before I answer that, so one of my recent clients that I was working with, a company called UK Football Trials, uh, biggest footballing um, sourcing co- uh, company in the world, and they would get a ton of questions every single day about the events that they would hold, 
Right. So where, where are the events? How much does it cost? Um, how many people can go? I'm based in this country. Can I attend? Um, and they they had someone basically handling those questions full time. Yeah. Essentially, so, you know, 37 hours a week, just handling a lot of these questions. So they came to us. They needed some help in, in trying to you know, fix this issue that will automate as much of it as possible. So, so what we did was. I asked them, you know, like, what are the, the most frequently asked questions that come in? I want you to, to make a note of them. And as a business owner, you know, if you're watching or listening to this podcast, you need to know what those questions are. Yeah. You know, it might be top five or 10, 20, all the questions that you can think of, you want to write them down. So that's the first step yeah. before you even jump into creating a bot is you need to understand what those yeah. questions are. And How you might have FAQ, basically. Exactly. Yeah. So if you don't already have that, then that would be the first step. Yeah. Then the second step is out of all of those questions that you have, you want to start to categorize them. Okay. So if you're an e-com business, for example, then you might have questions that come about delivery. There might be questions that come in about the the product or the service. Um, And there might be some other miscellaneous questions that come in. So you want to start categorizing them. Because when you go into a tool like ManyChat, it's just going to make this whole thing so much easier for you to do. Yeah. Okay. And and it's not technical what we're what we're you know customer service chat for. In fact, the easy, the more simple it is, the better. So yeah, then you go into ManyChat and you just create a flow which has got your different categories that you put on. You know, so deliveries, questions about the shoes, for example, if it's a shoe company. Yeah. Um, and then other, like miscellaneous, for example. And you know, depending on what question the, the person has, they click on the category, and then they'll they'll have all the questions within that category. They click on that question, and then that question is answered for them. But that's all well and good. But what I would also strongly suggest is having a link to your sales page or right. your website. Yeah. After each question, yeah, that's been answered. Okay, so we want to give them the option of. Your chatbot can be the bridge between someone having a question and making a sale, essentially. So they do have other questions, that's great, they can go back to the start. But if they're ready to buy, then you want to take advantage of that opportunity. Yeah. Most people, I I find this, like, it's the same with any sales. It's like if someone is asking you, let's say you wanted something and and you ask a question about delivery, Mm -hmm. they basically said to you, I want this, when can I get it? So you want to take every opportunity that you can to, to make that offer. So it's like, here's your answer. When do you want it? Sort of yeah. Like, like give them the offer, which yeah, is really good. Exactly. And yeah, just to just to let you know that with that company that I was working with, you know, they saved over 15 hours a week just by having a simple chat or that. It didn't really take a lot of effort to do yeah. just a bit of planning and, and, and implementing it. And you know, that's just one example. It could be that you save a lot more time and, and obviously a lot more money as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it depends how many questions you've got coming in, but yeah. uh, like time is super valuable. So I, I think I, I love the idea of chatbots for um, like questions like that. Now, how do you transition then from an automated process to a, let's say there is a slightly more in-depth question or there is yeah. something that needs to go to a an actual person. Yeah. Is that something that ManyChat can trigger? Is it something that, you know, you can make that transition quite smooth for both the consumer and, and the person building it. Yeah, 
Absolutely. So with many chatbots on board, it's very easy to to set that up. You know, if your chatbot can't handle the question, you know, it might be something very bespoke. Then we can give them the opportunity to speak to a real person. Right. We can have a button in there that says "chat with a real person," and then we give them the opportunity to type out their question. And then, as soon as they type out that question, business, the team can be notified straight away via messenger, via email, to say that James has got this sort of question. Let's get back to him as soon as possible. Yeah. And we can let the customer know that you know someone's someone yeah. will get back to you in the next ten, fifteen minutes. And and yeah, handle that, that, that customer. Yeah. So yeah, that's 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 very straightforward. Yeah, I think that's really awesome. Like being able to transition into having the automation, but also the, the one-to-one touch as well. So with many, obviously with um, chatbots, we've covered, you know, where they are now, the new updates, where you think they're going, how you can utilize it within customer service. Is there anything else you think people should know about chatbots that is going to be useful going into 2020? Um, I think if you don't have one at the moment, then you should definitely have one yeah. because this is something that businesses are starting to pay attention to. You know, similar to how before it's like if you don't have a website, then we can't take you seriously. Yeah. If you don't, if you don't have a social media presence, we can't take you seriously. And it's now it's like well, if you don't have a chatbot, then yeah, we can't take you seriously. <laughs> Fair enough. And obviously, you run an agency that that builds these chatbots. Yeah. And where can people find you if they're interested in? getting one for their their business so instagram is probably the best place to find me so instagram.com forward slash gates vishal patel or you can drop me an email on vishal at vpmedia.online.com awesome i'll link everything up in the show notes so you can get access to that vish i really appreciate you doing this obviously we spent quite a lot of time together we have some great conversations and it's always good to get it on record and actually share it because this information is is massively invaluable. So thank you everyone for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you think someone needs a chatbot in their business and they need to understand the power of chatbots, make sure you share the link with them. Make sure that they can listen to this episode. And if you enjoyed it, make sure to give us a lovely five-star review on your favorite podcast platform. That's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you in the next one.